0: So what is the creative process? According to masterclass.com, the creative process is the evolution of an idea into its final form through a progression of thoughts and actions. In this podcast episode, Kashmir Miriam, Aisha Alam, me, and Wajiha from Sacred Arts Workshops are gonna be talking about just that. We hope you enjoy. You are listening to the Lit Muslim Podcast, all things literature, all things enlightening. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um, it's your sister Aisha here and I'm so excited today, most of all today, because we are going to do our very first episode of The Lit Muslim Podcast. So bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Um, With me is Sister Wajiha and Kashmir Mariam, Sister Kashmir Mariam, I should say. Um, and they are going to introduce themselves very briefly and then we're going to Dive right into the topic. Sister Wajiha.
1: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I am Sister Wajiha. I live in Brooklyn. I'm a teacher of um, art and I'm a poet, and blessed to be sisters with Sister Aisha and Sister Kashmir. Alhamdulillah.
0: Alhamdulillah and Kashmir.
2: Hey, assalamu alaikum, so I am Kashmir, um, I'm an author, I'm also a mother of two um, kids, <laughs> I had to think for a moment there, um, but yeah, uh, I think that's really the majority of like my identity, um, and yeah, and I'm really excited about this podcast episode.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. Okay, so as we said, we're going to dive right in. Um, I am Aisha. I, um, I, well, you might have recognized this podcast series as being something called My Muslim Voice, but we changed it up. And as we just mentioned, we have two amazing sisters who are going to be co-hosting with us inshallah. So um, let's get right into the topic today, Bismillah. So today we're going to be talking about each of our creative processes and. We can all go through whatever we resonate with the most, so I'm gonna put sister wajiha on the spot here because I was intrigued by um some of the things that she said to me so one of the things she actually mentioned is something called um pearls a con- this concept of pearls um could you just talk a little bit more about that sister wajiha
1: uh, like sure so so the um this was based off a series of poetry course that we had with children and the in the fall, and it was called um, Pearls on Paper. So, the idea for pearls was that pearls are representing as representations of our words. And how do we access our pearls? So, as we talk today about the creative process, the idea is um, there's different ways to access pearls. Um, you can be given a gift of a pearl, um, and you can also die for pearls, and you can also fish for pearls. So, um, I feel that um, different um, Poets and artists have their own process and the way they receive pearls. Um, obviously, all of these gems are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from the inheritance of our beloved Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Um, so, uh, but it re- every, you know, every vessel receives it in a different uh, way. So um, for myself, I know that I wait for pearls to kind of come to the surface so maybe they already have emerged from the clam from the shell and then they sort of i receive them like that and i almost find them like floating on the surface of my psyche or my soul or whatever is that liminal space between all those kind of um subtle aspects and capacities of us and and i it's like i see them or hear them i don't know it's a very subtle um interworld and um and then i feel like um, the work is the translation process. Um, I think it was Rumi that said um, uh, silence is the voice of God and all else is poor translation. I'm not sure if I said that right. Or um, And uh, yes, um, but nonetheless, I feel like a poor translator. But nonetheless, um, there is a, nece- a necessary uh, need to translate. what those reflections are so pearls are iridescent right they reflect and they also you you pick up different colors based on the angle of the light and so me all three of us could look at the same pearl and maybe see different reflections from that same pearl and so it's the same of our perception of reality like our conversations with one another the way even the subtle discussions that our souls have with each other when we meet um I do think that souls have their own conversations, even though we're having our verbal conversations, um, there's a much deeper level, and we're definitely um, interdimensional creatures. And the more that we embrace that, and the more that we um, feel comfortable about that, and the journey of our soul and the unfolding of that, um, the closer we get to more accurately expressing ourselves.
0: That is so beautifully said. Um, and it's such a powerful concept as well, um, how people fish for pearls in different ways. Some actually go looking for it and they need to dig into the ground and look for the pearls. And then, and then you have other people who wait for the pearls to come to them. And from what I understand, you're one of them who waits for the pearls to come to you. Um, and, and I also resonate with that because I'm also that kind of person. Um oh I that that's my kind of process, should I say? Um now talking a little deeper on the uh, your actual creative process. Um I'm gonna inshallah jump to Kashmir first and then come to you if that's okay. Um I think you've introduced it beautifully and then we can we can get right into like what the creative process is for each of us, inshallah. Okay, Kashmir, what's your creative process? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I really like the example that Sister Ojiha gave of the idea of pearls and how there's different ways of kind of either like reaching those pearls. Um, so using that same metaphor, I would say that for me, it, it kind of um, changed over time. So originally, I definitely used to be like Sister Wajihar. I would kind of wait for those pearls to emerge from the water. And then I would start writing or I'd feel inspired. And then I'll, I'll move into my um, creative process that way. But then I feel like the more that I um, wanted to make like th- like writing a part of just like my uh, everyday life like I, I wanted to make it a habit should I say um, as in writing about an hour a day I realized that after I started getting into the habit it was difficult for the pearls to emerge but I think it uh, like the moment that I dedicated time for it I, I would automatically feel inspired not that I would write amazing things every hour <laughs> um, but just to say that I would feel inspired during that time period so I think it evolved, um, over time for me. So, um, you know, sometimes I do feel like very inspired in, in a moment to write, even if it's like a poem or a quote or, you know, an excerpt for a book. Um, but then I think over time, the more that I made it a habit, the more that I felt it was easier for me to access those pearls, if you, if you will. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my creative process. And, um, I also wanted to say that, like, for anyone who might not be aware of what a creative process is, because I'm sure that some of you may not have, like, um, a background in literature. You know, this this podcast is all about being lit in terms of literature and also um, enlightened as well, um, because we focus on the spiritual aspect as well as creativity and as well as, um, you know, written work and performing work, um, creative work. So, I think that when it comes down to the creative process, everyone has their own unique thing and it really speaks to their um, personality and their style as well. So, for me, um, it might be a little bit different to Sister Waji here. It will definitely be different to you as well, Aisha. Like, we're all gonna have our own unique style and there's no one uh, way to go about it you just have to start learning about your own self and what works with you so um yeah so that's that's essentially the inspiration part of the creative process but then you know further down the line I think there's the you know um how do I write habitually how do I um go back and edit do I let the idea sit do I go do I revisit it every single day or like how, how do I go about the creative process after that point um so yeah the, but but that's a different story but I wanted to focus on the inspiration aspect so I hope that uh, answers your question
0: yeah for sure for sure um and jazakala for sharing that and uh, defining what we mean by creative process. Um, and Sister Wajiha, what would you say is your creative process?
1: that That's really, thank you for sharing that, Kashmir. It's really insightful. And it, you make a really good point, which is about the discipline of writing. So without discipline, like anything, um, you know, um, the pearls have to be washed, you know, they have to be, if we want to string them, we have to put the, um, you know, etch them and make sure there's a whole string and put them together into a sentence. Um, So that's a really critical aspect of the creative process is actually having the technical skills to deliver in a way um, that not only truthfully and so accurately conveys the true meaning of what you need to convey, um, but also isn't too complicated for the reader um, to receive, because in the end poetry is a communication and communication deserves the right to be understood. So um, it is, there is an interplay between that. So when when you talk about the writing process, I do do that as well. I do do um, like pages, it's illegible. Like it's very hard to read nonetheless uh sometimes within the writing i will find a pearl within that so within that i say oh you know that just that really is the true that's that's the true piece that that's it um that's all of this other writing was all to get this this little thing here and then once i find that thing i can just kind of work with that um but i uh, i think that's a really important aspect for any creative in any creative right uh any creative field is to understand the discipline of it and and respecting it as something that is actually above us that we have to lower ourselves to the work and be at its service um we're not um the creators we are the receivers and um and from that we um you know can can deliver something that's 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 true yeah.
0: And and uh, Sister Aisha, uh, how about you? That's uh, mashallah. You said it so eloquently, and I can so relate on how you'll be writing and writing, and and then a pearl will just pop out. Um, and coming on to the creative process, um, Kashmir said a really good point: how everyone has their own way of doing things, and um, and it changes over time. I remember when I first decided that I wanted to write a novel which is something that I had never done before or ever considered I was pregnant with my first baby girl and Kashmir came to me and she said well you should write a book um and I kept thinking what am I gonna write about I have no idea uh what I'm gonna write about so as soon as she said that something kind of like began to form in my mind and this is how inspiration happens it just kind of for me personally it's just um an idea comes and then another idea comes and I I might not listen to it the first time, but as it keeps coming, um, the ending of this story, which I had no idea how it was going to play out, that ending was the same every time I kept seeing something and I was like, I have to write this story. Every time I think about it, I keep thinking that this is the story that needs to be told. So um, I began by just writing like just writing just just writing not structuring not doing any of that even though I thought I needed to plan it so carefully I realized now that I didn't um I'm going to talk more about that maybe later inshallah but I just wrote the all the story the first draft the ending was how I imagined it to be and um and what happened was I kept nothing from the story <laughs> except that ending and except one of the characters who I found quite interesting so I brought her to the new version of the story um so anyway the point is I completely completely agree that sometimes the um you know the vision might not be so clear but that's the whole point of it's kind of like surrendering to divine guidance and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide your pen to what the masterpiece is and all that we can do is try and build ourselves um spiritually and open our hearts up in a way where we receive only goodness and we block ourselves from things which might um make us bias in certain ways so um so yeah that's 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 okay. what I I wanted to just say about that part but the actual creative process um each of you had described your own creative process and I found it interesting because I've just mentioned mine very slightly. Um, But just in a nutshell, it's like with inspiration, the inspiration comes and then it isn't always organized as inspiration never really is. It comes when it's supposed to, you you just don't know what you've done to prepare for it, except done your best to try and be, um, you know, close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's when I find I'm more most inspired um and what happens is like it'll come to me and then different ideas will come to me and I try and live a life led by passion and inspiration because I've tried other things and it's been so depressing. Like I have not wanted to do it and it's, and I, and I realized I just don't want to do that anymore. So I want to do things which I love to do. And, um, but with that comes, you know, the work as well. But what happens is I'll write my ideas down in, my second brain, I call it, which is like in my notes, and each note has like a section, like the story name, and then the strangers, for example, or woke woman, or a course that I'm thinking about teaching, etc. And I'll write the ideas down as they come to me, and that way I'm not fumbling around or scrambling around, like what did I miss? What? What? Where does this go? And and getting confused and and overwhelmed because I tend to get overwhelmed sometimes when there's so many ideas. So I just write it down, and then when I'm working on that project it's like things begin to like dot together and, 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 and something comes from it. Um, yeah, so that's basically my creative process. Um, and I don't write every day. Now on writing every day, do you write every day? <laughs> this could be anyone.
1: <laughs> I, I, really, I really like how um, you recognize uh, and you plan for the fact that you have such an inflow and that 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 the flow of inspiration can come from so many directions that you're you know preemptively that you need to have a plan for it. I love that. Like you have your second brain, and you could have multiple brains, like in different um, notebooks. And that's just um, that's really good planning. Um, yeah, be, and it's really respect for the inspiration because inspiration is something that is truly a divine gift, and to live by it is um, is the greatest like freedom and um and so it's living through the soul it's living attached to the heavenly uh dominion i really so i really respect that and i'm gonna take a point from that and have some different brains on my table i'll have multiple extras um inshallah um but your question was again <laughs>
0: uh, oh good. that's a really good point um And also, yeah, being connected to the heavenly dominion, that's I completely, completely agree with that. And my question was, do I know Kashmir said that you did mention something, Kashmir, correct me if I'm wrong about writing for an hour every day. Um, And I'm going to ask you that question again. But my question was, do you write every day?
1: Uh, I try to write every day, but, you know, with family and everything and our energy is, is allocated or taken, I guess I don't like that word, but energy has it has, um, you know, human energy has its limitations. So, so we have to allocate it by priority. Um, And sometimes the writing um, just doesn't get that priority. Um, But it is always there. And it's always in a sacred treasure chest um, in my heart. So that I promise, you know, I won't ever leave you, you know, like, um, and I've actually heard that it's kind of like a promise you can, uh, from other writers, that you can make to yourself that, you know, I promise to, to look after this part of me, I, I won't desert you, I won't, <laughs> um, I'm going to make sure that you have a space here with me in my real, real life. So, so no, not every day, but I try, I guess that's the short answer.
2: Kashmir? Um, so I do write every day, but it's you know, like Sister Wiji has said, life happens, you have kids, you have people that are demanding your energy and um their rights, and you have to be mindful of all these things that have rights over you too um but I definitely try to find little pockets of time like. 10 minutes here or 10 minutes there. Um, Like for example, if I am picking my son up from school um, or I'll be just sitting down waiting uh, or I'm a little bit early, I'll just spend 10 minutes and I'll take my book out and I'll write something, anything. And I don't usually have like a goal unless it's for a very specific project. I guess that's another part of my creative process. I don't like to be constrained by just thinking, okay, I have to write on a certain subject because this is what's happening right now and I need to write about it. I, I I think the thing that pulls me to writing about something is that if I intuitively feel drawn to it or like passionate about it then I will want to write about it so I'll usually just come in with that mindset and then um, that, that kind of gives me the freedom to write at any moment that I can find which um, sometimes some days it's not a full hour some days it is Someday it's more than an hour, but I think um, it really depends on the the circumstance. But I do try to um, carve out some point in my day that's dedicated to writing. How about you, Aisha? Um,
0: and now you mention it, I and as as I'm listening to you both answer the question, um I do write every day, but it's different kinds of writing. So every night, I'll try and write in my journal. Um, just to process thoughts if i need to for that day if something's happened or if i if i'm feeling a certain way and i'm trying to unravel my mind in in that way um and but then there's other types of writing so for example the novel that i'm working on which is a passion project i won't write every day on that because i try to do that and i found that i was looking less and less forward to the next day and i was like to god this process and to god my love for it in a way because i truly do feel love for for the story that i'm i'm telling um i need to have days apart so it's not that i don't i don't write every day so i began with writing just once a week because at the time i'd had my baby girl um and she was a few months old and and we're all mothers here and them early months are or merciless sometimes. So um, I was happy just to wake up once a week. And that was the only day of the week that I would wake up super duper early. And then it kind of grew. And now I'll write maybe two or three times a week on the novel. And then I'll have other days where I'm writing other kinds of things. So it's not tech. I do technically write every day, but it's a different kind of writing. So I'll journal or I'll write uh, in the newsletter, which is two people. Or I'll I'll write something, which is, I don't really write many social media posts, but when I do, that's more inspiration led, like right here, I want to say this right now. And I'll just write it if I have time to do it. Um, but I have to schedule in the time for the things which I am I'm, I'm working on, like official projects and things, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I don't and I do write every day. The poetry, I, I have to have a specific day for that as well. And that's also inspiration led. So I'll have like a section in my phone, which is like poetry and I'll just scribble a few notes here and there. Um, but I don't have any like huge projects that I'm working on with that. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> I hope, I don't know if that answers your question.
1: Also Aisha, so you have, I noticed like there is some similarity between how you have the the process of um, um, organizing your output. You also organize um, the different layers of your writing. So was that something that came to you intuitively or like how did that happen? Or was it kind of by default and you realized it works for you or how did that happen?
0: Yeah. So I find that for some strange reason, I can't work on one thing for too long at a time. And it's not because I don't love that thing. It's just like, for example, with The Strangers, we have like a few projects going on at the same time. We'll have something to do with something called poetic justice. We'll have something to do with um with 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 the freedom writers journals we had a way back and and what I tend to do is I'll intertwine different types of writing and different types of projects on different days so I'll clump it into kind of like a block format where like if I have a block of time and I'll work on that and sometimes it's important for me to feel like I'm doing work work because then when the fun, fun comes for me, it's like, oh, I'm so excited tomorrow about my writing. I get to do what I love to do. And it was kind of like a work day for me today. And then I'll also like when I write on the passion, like literally the, the passion led projects, which are like my novel, for example, or my poetry. Um, if I have something going on with that, it will be I'll drink a coffee on that morning. Whereas I won't drink a coffee any other day of the week. It'll just be the day that I'm writing. So be like, here's your gift today. Just this is you time. This is therapy. My husband laughs at me when I do that. He's like, you have your drugs. <laughs> you, have your, you have your laptop. You have your coffee. You've got your candle. You've got your lights. And you're in the zone. So peace out. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what works for me.
1: That's really cool how you create a whole... Um you know, space around it. So it becomes almost like a, a ceremony, I guess, for lack of a better word. And and, and I think that's that's really giving um, yourself the ability to like completely go into that space and support yourself, create the environment for it. Environment means so much. That might be something we can talk about in the future is environment um, and how environment um, interacts with our, our um, intuition or in our experience
2: it's a really good point yeah and I I also wanted to say like you mentioned something really interesting by um you know like Sister Wajit has said it's kind of like a ceremony or a ritual in a way um but if you if, if we take it away from like the spiritual words and just bring it out into like I don't know like um I, I guess like uh non-spiritual um excitement uh, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like if, if I'm using non spiritual vocabulary, I would call that habit. And so for me, like when you are creating this routine or habit around your writing, it's kind of inviting your brain to continue with that pathway. That is like building a neural pathway. And I don't know, I don't know the answer to this, Sam, but I'm curious if inspiration can come in that kind of way where you are building um, a habit of doing it. And I forget which writer, it's like a really famous writer. And he said something along the lines of, he puts his pen to his paper because if he waits for inspiration, then he might be waiting a long time. But the moment he puts his pen to paper, the more that he builds that habit, the more that he receives that that, um, creativity and that inspiration that comes through him. So I'm curious. I don't know the answer to this, but um, I think it's a it's a great uh, way of approaching a creative process, too. But I also know something about you, which maybe our listeners don't know, (laughs) which is that you are a planner by nature, mashallah, which is a great characteristic. So you are very good with um, creating a great plan, with creating a checklist and all these things and being able to execute to like, you know, in in, in its absolute sense. um, And I'm always very personally inspired by your ability to do this, because I think I sometimes lack that, lack the planning thing. um, And I'm trying to work on it more by building habits. But um I, I think that that taps into your creative process too or your creative process taps into your personality in that sense too and um yeah it's it's, it's an interesting uh, topic
0: um just a comment on the planning as well um you're right i do plan i do plan a lot but the one thing i don't plan is my stories i've i've decided and i consciously decided not to do that with the stories Um, and that actually takes me to my next question for all of you. Um, for, for example, when I first began writing my novel or whenever I wrote a poem, I would get into this mode of, it has to be structured. These, this thing called the 15 beats is what a person normally goes through, um, for, okay, Kashmir. So, um, a person might go through like the 15 beats, um, where they, they have a certain way that a story has to be told. And I would follow that religiously um so to speak and I realized that it was warping my inspiration so that's when I decided I was like I'm not gonna plan anymore I'm just gonna write and I'm just gonna let it flow so that's my first draft is purely intuitive it's just purely just when the inspiration comes I'll write if I don't have anything to write I'll just write a few words that that's okay for the day that I've designated for that um if inspiration hits I'll write it in my second brain etc um so I guess my final question to you before we close off inshallah is and we can continue this conversation shortly I know Kashmir has to pop off soon um but w- how how do you write your like your for example if you're writing a poem or if you were writing um a, a book or something how does that work for you just in in, in like rapid fire style uh, I'll start with uh Sister Wajieha
1: Uh, So, yes, my most of my intuition just it brings these things to the surface and and then I feel the need to translate that. Otherwise, I actually feel a sense of discomfort, Um, but I have never um, uh, published anything besides my curriculum and my teaching. So that is kind of like my published work, which is like how I organize and systematize different themes of topics along with different forms of poetry and conveying like the technicalities of the poetry, but also the spirit form for it, like helping them create the space that we're talking to and also create this awareness that it is okay to like be in this liminal space between the multiverse. You can go there, it is okay. And like for the youth, they need to know, um, we are not, um, we are not merely, you know, mud and water. We are completely way beyond that. So really um, just, um cultivate that so so that is kind of uh my um i guess my publication in that sense. Or, inshallah god willing these um these these students that's beautiful
0: jazakallah and kashmir
2: hey yeah i i love that you mentioned that sister would that we are more than just um clay that we have a soul in us something that's from the metaphysical and that part of us is kind of what comes through in our creative process so i think we have to be aligned with that in order for us to you know understand how we operate from the creative sense um and i think it was maslow in like his hierarchy of needs and he um he believed that like when we are self-actualized we're more creative So it's basically a part of knowing ourselves and having our needs met in other ways, according to his theory, that we are then able to get to a point where we can be creative individuals who are authentic to who we really are. So, um, yeah, I just love that you mentioned it. But to answer your question, um, Aisha, it really depends on like what type of writing I am doing. So um, if I give the example of poems, because I know that you said rapid fire, uh, like poetry, I will just write a very open style. I tend to gravitate towards writing um, under certain themes. So I do like to write a lot about our inner nature, the struggles that we go through, the human struggle, um, the struggle that women go through as well and mental health I think I think I naturally tend to gravitate towards those themes so I just write and write and write and then um, then I have like a dictionary of work you know I I can go to um, different themes and then I can sort of link the the poems together under themes so once I have a theme then I'm able to put it together into a body of work which can become a collection of poetry so that's how I do it I don't think to myself okay this is the title of a book I want to write and then I want to write under this theme and now I'm going to write all the content um, under that theme I do it the other way around which is okay this is my body of work now how can I put this together in a a digestible form and in a way that makes sense in a structured way and then I can um, like put it into like a publication or I can publish it myself so that's usually how I do it.
0: It's beautiful, uh, JazakAllah for sharing that, uh,
2: Sister Wajia.
1: Um, I love what you said about um, the the aspect of being a woman because I feel like, and you mentioned also like neural pathways and 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 the brain and and removing from the spiritual aspect, but also just like the way we were created. And I mean, I feel like the woman has always been the uh, very misunderstood, but that is because we are part heaven. You can't see heaven. No one can even perceive heaven. So how can we expect to understand the woman? We will always have that aspect to us. And um, I think, though, as women, it's really good to understand um, the ebbs and flows that we go through and understand ourselves and respect that because every woman has her own um, process throughout the year. And um and what she and how she goes about pacing um, herself. And so um, I think that just owning that uh, um, mysterious aspect of us and working with it um, along with the creative process is, um, is so empowering as a woman, right? It's just, that is how we can really own that heaven within us inshallah
0: inshallah inshallah and um another thing um what we're going to finish on inshallah is if you have any advice for someone who is listening to this and is trying to solidify or get inspiration about
2: their creative process what is the one thing you would say to them
1: kashmir do you want to go
2: first um i i can go first mine is really short um it's just um three words and that is just do it because we can get very entangled in um you know the 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 part where we are awaiting inspiration and awaiting the drive and the time and all this all this um all these factors that we believe we need to get something done or to put pen to paper but if you just do it then you can like fine tune your process and then you'll know in action what works for you so i would say just do it
1: that's yes absolutely yeah like not letting anything any of the barriers of the the ego self to ever convince us to kind of like uh ignore that aspect yeah because that can be from all types of whispers from within from without from circumstances so so absolutely there has to be a sort of uh blade at the end where you're like no no i'm going to i'm going to go into this um for me, it, you know, the first words of the methnawi of Jalaluddin Rumi, the word is is listen, and listen to to the read, and and I think um, everyone has their different uh, faculty for receiving inspiration, and mine is usually um, from this, I guess, soul sound factory, um, and and so I would say listen.
0: That's beautiful. So we got just do it, and we have listen. Um, And I'm going to add on to that and just say, just do you. Um, (laughs) The reason why I say that is because we each have such a unique way of doing things. And, you know, there's rational quote unquote methods. There's ways you have to write poetry. There's ways you have to write a book. But that's not true at all. Sometimes you just have to break the mold and do what is most true and authentic to you. And listen, um, listen to yourself, listen to the guidance from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and and just do it. Yeah. So we'll end on that. Jazakallah so much, sister Wajiha and Kashmir, um, and till next time, warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So, what is your creative process? We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we read every single one of them. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can really help us out by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out. If you want updates on what's going on, sign up to our newsletter in the link to wherever you get your podcasts. Stay lit, stay woke, and have a wonderful week. Good.